Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the New Era podcast. I am your host, New Era, and I have a special guest today. John, John the Barber. Hey. Jonathan from LB. Well, I was born in Salinas. Born and raised in Salinas. Jonathan Guerrero. <laughs> what do you like people to call you? John, John the Barber. I go by a lot. Like, closer people call me Jay. People oh, okay. call me John. Jonathan, if you're, like, first time meeting me. Yeah. I don't know. Just John. John. Do, do people With actually- no H. No H. I was gonna ask you because when I had people do that. I was texting, I was like, is it like I was putting your number in my phone and I was like, is it with the H or not with the H? Nah. And I was like, I'm not sure. So I didn't know I didn't want to ask you because I know some people get like all like some people take it offensive, like yeah. if you put the H in there, it's like nah. I don't take it offensive. It's like just John. J-O-N. That's crazy. <laughs> so what so you're originally from where? Salinas. Salinas born and raised or yeah. born in ninety two. I was there till like when did I come to Los Banos? It was like uh, going into junior high, seventh grade year. Really? Yeah. That's what. Dang, I thought you've been here longer than that. So no, you're so like 2002, I think, was when we moved out here. Wow. And is most of your family still out there in Salinas? Yeah, or? I got. Well, I'm family's all over the place. I got family in Salinas still. I got family in Gonzales. I got brother in Concord, Marina. Oh, They're all over the place. Nice. Yeah. That's not, so. Is who stays here in town? Just your. Just me, my mom, and my sister. Do you guys yeah. like it out here or no in Los Baños? At first, I didn't really like it because it was too damn hot. I had yeah. to get used to the temperature. It was right. way too hot. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm used to the 65, 55 in Salinas. Right. That's crazy. But now it's cool. I like it. I don't really mind it. It's You're cool. used to it already. Yeah. That's awesome. So what what is it that you do for a living? Like, what's your job? I cut hair. I'm a barber. Nice. Do yeah. you own your own business? Yeah. Or? Well, it's like me and my buddy split it 50-50. Went so, down the middle. Nice. What's the name of the shop? Precisely Cut Barbershop, Hollister. Uh, we're on Monterey Street. Actually, we're just moving. Today is the first day. I just found out, actually. We went to go check out the new building. Relocating? Yeah, relocating. That's After crazy. a year of business. So it's like, it's crazy. That's insane. So you're doing it with your business partner. How yeah. How did the idea come about for you guys to start the business? It kind of was like a joke at first. And then he was just like, he had gotten fired at the other barbershop he was working at. And he ended up calling me and was like, hey, it's like presentable. Do you want to do it? Do you want to jump in? And I was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Find a building and we'll, we'll start it. That's so awesome. That's kind of and then what off. made you want to actually take that step? Because you've never, I'm assuming you've never owned a shop before, nah. right? Well, I was working here at Pete's. Shout out to Shout Pete. Shout out to Pete Barbershop. Yeah, Pete's Barbershop. Yeah. Uh, I was working with them for like three and a half, four years. And like, I don't know, I just learned a lot from them, especially from Pete, like the ins and outs of like owning the business and all the little shit you got to do and just, just the little things that I learned from him. And I don't know, it's just time for me to get out of there. I learned a lot from them, so it was like perfect time for me to go join with someone else and open up something that I could call my own and stuff like that. That's so tight. Cool. When did you start cutting hair? Do you remember? <sighs> Sophomore year in high school. It was like, so that was like, what, 2007 or 8? Summer. Yeah, I think the summer, so. like 2008. Yeah. I did my first haircut on... Uh, a buddy of mine, Manny Gutierrez, he just got married. You, you oh, remember Manny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah him yeah. and uh, him and Danielle just got married. Oh, that's married. right. Congratulations. They're having a baby to them, to them oh, too. Congratulations, tight. little oh, that's baby awesome. girl. Yeah. So uh, I cut his hair with like a little pair of like Remington clippers. Like it was a beard trimmer at first, and like <laughs> I don't know how it came about. Like he was just like we were like young in high school, like don't have much money to get a haircut. You know, he was like, hey. Just cut my hair one day. I was like, I don't even know how to cut hair. I was like, you got that little beard trimmer. Just put it on and just go to work with it. So I was like, okay. Just went to work and uh, 
halfway through the haircut that she ended up dying on us. So like had no to stop. Way. Yeah, that's hella funny. Yeah, so the oh thing like died halfway through. She so had like half a haircut. We had to sit there and wait for that thing to charge up again, and then did it. That's lined so them all funny. up. It was just like a basic haircut, just like a two all around, and then lined the back of the neck like just super square like haircut. You know, like yeah. easy, just trim it down. And uh, just slowly but surely, he was just like, just try new things, you know, just like try to taper it and stuff like that. Just learn it along the way. And that's how it was. Like, it just grew from him to like my other friends. It took a while for them to get like comfortable for me to cut yeah. the hair. Though. Like, it's not something that they just try to like cut your hair, you know. It's yeah. a lot of, you have to build, you gotta that, build trust. that confidence yeah. and trust in somebody yeah. for them to put clippers to your head. Dang, so, so your first, I didn't even know that your first cut ever was on Manny yeah. and you, it was halfway through. And that thing died on you. Yeah. And so you guys had to literally wait. We were literally sitting in, I was living <laughs> at my mom's house at the time. Like the first house she bought over in like Gigi and like Ranchwood area. And we literally were in the garage and started cutting and we had to like sit there and wait for it to charge up again. And then finish the haircut. So it took like probably like three hour haircut. That's crazy. Yeah. And now how long do you take on a haircut? It depends what I get. But it's like yeah. no more than 30 minutes. Oh, okay, 30, okay. 40 minutes depending. That's that's funny. So Maddie somehow started your whole yeah. uh, that fire with, with And at first I, I didn't really like it at first. Like honestly I didn't really like it. Like people would hit me up and be like hey my hair like cut my hair I'm like oh man I got so many other things because I was like going to school at the time had my foot and like I was playing basketball too at the time so I was like I really didn't have time to be cutting hair. And it was like my third year of junior college where where I, I kind of told myself that I was going to take it more serious and like actually go to school and get myself licensed and actually start cutting hair more. So nice. I think that's when I took it a little bit more serious. That's crazy. So you've always somehow, do you remember that first cut you did where you're like, damn, I fucked it up? Uh, you've always been good from the beginning? No, nah, it's not that I've been good. It's just that you just kind of learn little techniques and things along the way that just make you better. Like I kind of like, took techniques from like things off of youtube like uh i followed this guy uh cake and his randy on youtube okay i followed him on and watched a lot of his, like his techniques and like just kind of put it together with my little technique a little twist to it and uh and you just kind of learn along the way that's awesome <laughs> so you've been a barber for what how many years already for a few years already then for well you can say i've been cutting since 2008 but like licensed i've been licensed for four years now damn that's yeah. 10 years yeah that's that's crazy that's and do you love it or how i love it now like honestly i sit back and think like what am i gonna do when i get old like yeah like me and my friend were actually talking about it today like uh our barber school instructor like when he would come and show us like how to cut like his hands were like super like shaky oh okay, and we're okay. just sitting thinking like man we're gonna get like that one day and like i don't know i just sit back and think about it like it kind of brings a tear to my eye like i really can't do something that i love like i don't wake up and like dread going to work you know yeah. so it's like i love doing this that's tight i don't wake up and like damn i gotta go to work and work with this it's like i like going making people look nice yeah. and i that's get to meet a lot of people so it's cool i like it that's fucking awesome yeah that's that's so inspiring because like we had i mean we went to high school together so there's yeah. a lot of people that um i mean becoming a, like an entrepreneur was never like a thing you know like it wasn't i didn't really think it was either until like Cause I I was it was his middle child, so I see my brother go to college. So I was like, I'm gonna follow in his footsteps and go to college too. But I mean, I did good in school and stuff. I just didn't really like doing it. Like, yeah, it wasn't for me. I couldn't see myself behind like a desk all day long yeah, sitting in the yeah. office. Like, I like to get out and talk to people, meet new people, and stuff yeah. like that. And you get to do that now with yeah. you know having your own business. That's awesome though. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. So aside from being a barber, you're also a actually a diehard Warriors fan. Yeah. Which is, you know, technically we're rivals, you know, <laughs> but, you know, we put that aside of you friends. But 
you're actually one of like the OG warrior fans that I know from Los Baños because I think back like, in the day, yeah. From when we went to high school, I think there's only like I think three OG warriors fans that's that you, you can remember. Yeah, you, Manuel yeah. Reyes, and my friend Eddie or um, Eddie Espinoza. They're like yeah. the OG. You could tell them anything. And now it's like everyone's a fucking Warriors fan. Yeah, Manuel was the first dude we actually went to a Warriors game with. Uh, really? Me and him went to a Warriors game together. So it was like our first game. Well, my first game with him. So that's kind of like what put me on it too. So. Yeah, he was actually the one of the... Someone I was talking about, the Warriors. And I remember he was um, in the mix with like on Twitter. You know how everyone on yeah. the Twitter days? Um, and I'm like, what the fuck? But I remember him always talking about the Warriors. Him, you, and my friend Eddie always. And we then went to go see LeBron for like... 20 bucks one time like no you way. can't even get warriors tickets for, yeah. you can't even pay for parking for 20 bucks yeah. at warriors games now that's crazy I, I went to a i had bought my brother's uh, my brother's a lakers fan so i bought him tickets to go see the warriors and the lakers and the tickets were dirt cheap when we went yeah. it was like nothing like less than 50 bucks for both of them and it like close as he's i'm like now it's just like okay like what where can you get that but yeah you can't unless um, you know somebody got season th- even then they're not even going to give it to you at that price because they know what they're worth yeah. yeah do you ever like i mean you don't do much of like trash talking huh you're just like a chill nah, laid back like i don't really do i don't go out for like i mean if someone talks trash to me i'm going to stand up for myself but i'm yeah. not going to go out and like diss people or stuff like that like i'm not about have that. have you ever That's met cool. like a bandwagon warriors fan or no yeah i have how do you interact with them it you kind of can't like it's kind of hard like You'll call people out like who's on and like who's on the roster right now, and they'll be like, "Who's that?" And like it's, it's weird. You just can't really They're talk like, to him. Like, uh, Curry. Oh yeah, he plays all positions. Yeah, yeah like he's number thirty-five. Like no, that's yeah. Durant. Like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, the um. Actually, I don't have to deal with many like fake Celtics fans because if I see anyone out here, I don't. Yeah, you really yeah, don't you, know. You really me. like can't find like a fake Celtics fan out here because if they're Celtics fan on the West Coast, then all right, they're more than likely a real fan. Yeah. You know. But so aside from being a Warriors fan, you're also a dad. Yeah. How old is your son? He's just turned two. What's his name? Jonathan Jeremiah Guerrero. Nice. Beautiful little boy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How has being a, a dad changed your life? I can't even tell you where it's changed like so much. Like, I don't know. That little kid's just made me grow so much as a parent, like as a person. Just taught me so much. I don't know. It's crazy. That's so he does. When he does things, does he remind you of you? hella like he's hella spoiled he's all over the place like he's got his own little attitude to him and shit really yeah he's super spoiled if it's not his way he's like he'll put his little pouty face up and i remember it being the same way too like that's because i was my mom i always had my mom in my life so my mom spoiled the shit out of me yeah uh, excuse my language because you could cuss on me yeah you okay, could, cool. you could cuss, it's i didn't know if it was good yeah, so like my mom always raised me so it was like she was just like i don't know Whenever I see him, and I see myself in him a lot, so it's like it's a trip to see him grow up. Do you do you even remember life before him? Mm, not really, because I wasn't like I feel like I'm on on like on top of shit more. Like you I don't focus know. on the future and getting yeah. shit done for him. And... I don't know how to explain it. It's just like I don't worry about the little. I look past that. Like I don't live like day by day. I look towards the future, and like yeah. I see myself growing up and showing him stuff. Like when he gets older, you know. So that way he could be proud of yeah. you and things like that. Yeah. That's awesome though. So when's his birthday? November second. Do you remember what time he was born? Uh I think at like around eight, eight fifteen or something like that, eight or nine o'clock. That's crazy. Yeah. So um so you're a dad, right? Yeah. And so you're a single dad? Yes. Okay. How does that how's your day to day life as a dad? Like when you have your son, you guys go to places, is it yeah. just Yeah. It's what do you mean like 
Like, what are your struggles as a single dad? I get a lot of crazy looks. Like, not crazy looks, just people are more in shock, I guess. Like, they just look at me and, like, my tattoos and, like, I'm a Mexican father of a yeah. single parent. Like, kids are running all over the place. And he's a kid. I just let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, I can't, I'm can't. i not going to restrain him and tell him no. Like, yeah, yeah. You know and I mean, so I get, you get a couple, like, dirty looks. And then you get people who compliment it. Like, I took him out to breakfast one time, too. And uh, this lady came up to us and was like, you have such a beautiful little baby boy. He's so well-mannered and this and that. So it just makes you feel good as a parent, like, when people tell you that stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Has your mom ever told you anything about how it is, you know, now that you're doing, dealing with, you know, you have a son now and from when she was, you know, parenting you? Like, what do you mean? Like, whenever, you you know, you're parenting your son and things like that. And does your mom ever tell you, like, damn, you Oh, know, you're doing like, a good job. Yeah, like, oh, like yeah. things like that. I mean, my, me and my mom have this connection where, like, we don't have to say things like that. that we just connect like that. You guys she, just know what's yeah, up. Yeah, she just knows. And she just gives me little hints, like, I know you're doing good. You're doing a good job. You're doing what you're supposed to That's be doing. That's awesome. You're doing good for your kid and you're doing for, good for yourself. Not a lot of people are living on their own, have their own business and stuff like yeah. that. Does and he so, uh, Does he know you're a barber? Yeah. What does he yeah. think? What does he think He's, about it? Honestly, like the first time I cut his hair, I, I started crying. No way. Because yeah, he was just so chill and I just started like realizing like, man, this is my kid and he's sitting still here for a haircut. And he's seen me cut hair before the first time. So like he was always interested in it. So the first time I cut his hair, he was just like just sitting there chilling and it was cool. That's fucking He loves tight. it. That's awesome. I'll ask him, like, do you want a haircut? Like, he sees my little clipper box when I bring it home. He's like, yeah, I want a haircut. Like, he'll sit down Aww. for it and chill. So it's cool. That's crazy. That's awesome, yeah. though. So what's what's your next step for, like, the business with the barbershop? Are you looking to, like, expand or do you just want to uh, build We've one? talked about it, kind of, but it's like, I don't know, things, the things, the way things have been going right now, it's like, we got to look, we just found that new building and stuff. So it's like, it's a bigger spot, but it's like, do we really want to hire another person and have another person to worry about, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be on days where we're not there, obviously, you know? So it's, like, just another step for, like, liability, I guess you could say. Right. So right now at the shop, it's just you and your business partner? Yeah, just the two of us. Nice. Yeah. And you guys work good together, I'm assuming. Yeah. How, do you, how many people do you think a day? Have you guys ever had counted or no? I mean, I don't really try to, like, take in the numbers like that. I just try to take the customers in as they come but there was one day i did count like the i saved the next strips from the uh, clients haircuts. oh okay okay i think it was like 35 somewhere around there like 25 30 35 haircuts damn that's a lot of haircuts that's a lot of haircuts yeah that's crazy and i'm assuming you're tired right yeah it's like all day no lunch that's you maybe better make sure you eat a big breakfast that's crazy <laughs> so that's that's pretty awesome though because you've that's it feels good, yeah. Like you get done at the end of the day. It's like it's tiring, but it's it's it feels good at the end of yeah. the day, you know. And you made that much money, and you cut a lot of hair, and you made people feel good about the way they they look and stuff yeah. like that. That's that's awesome. Um, so I wanted I wanted to have you on here because not only are you a boss, but you you know you do a lot of shit. Yeah. You're also in the gym. I forgot to mention that. I've the, been in the gym a lot. Yeah, lately. you've been in the gym. Yeah. How do you like the gym? I love it now. At first, I hated it. Yeah. I mean, but, like, you've known me since high school, so I've always been, like, kind of athletic in high yeah. school. It was, like, after I got done with that and I was done playing basketball in junior college, it was, like, what I do now is just cutting hair and yeah. sitting down and eating crazy, and I just yeah. lost myself. So I gained a lot of weight. I got up to, like, 250 pounds or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm down to, like, 170-something right now. Wow, 178, 179, around there. Yeah, and you're meal prepping and everything, too, right? Uh, at first, I was doing it a lot just because I was – 
worried about losing the weight, you know. But now it's just I just make healthier choices. Like I don't like yeah. drink soda and stuff like that or eat all crazy. I mean, I still eat burgers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. probably after this, I'm going to go in and out after yeah. this probably for sure. For, for real. So. Yeah. No, but the, I think the big thing too with even with like the gym, you just need to have self-discipline and shit. Like you have to be able to be like, no, you know what? It's Don't look at it as I'm just doing this shit just as a yeah. diet. Or you have to think of it as like a you're changing your lifestyle a lot lifestyle. of people do this shit to just put it on like instagram on like oh gram, i'm at yeah. the gym or snap it like honestly i didn't i didn't snap a lot of it or put it even on like social media until like i got comfortable with how my body looked yeah. and that's when i put it out and was like this is how i looked before this is how i look like now yeah so like a lot of people put it out like oh if it doesn't or they say like if you don't snap it, it in the never, gym, happened. Not, it never yeah. even happened like not nah. yeah no i had um that's a lot one of people thing don't too see that, the shit that goes from, behind it for reals because they don't they they just look at like oh I gotta post it on yeah. the gram or some shit. I there was a while when I had lost like after school after high school I had lost quite a few pounds and I was and I was doing everything right I was just fucking um, eating right going to the gym and that's it right. But what the one thing that fucked me up was that I wasn't doing it for like the right reasons I was just doing yeah. it just for the fuck of it and exactly. just because like honestly like I mean I never got picked on in high school but like. I just was doing it for other people to be like, oh, you know what? Like, let me just get thinner. And, and then I wasn't happy and shit, you know? So yeah. then eventually I gained weight back, right? And then so, like, now I've, I think it's been like already a few months and shit. Now is my mindset's like, all right, Maria, you're doing this shit for you only. And that, that's when I'm like, I'll post it, but I'll never post it. Like, I'll post it, send it yeah. to my friends and shit, but I'll never post it like on my story. Cause then people like wanna fucking keep up and they'll be like, Oh well, let's go to the gym together. And I'm not that type of person. Like I like to work out on my fucking own. Me too. Don't talk man. to me at the gym if I see you. All right, <laughs> text me, whatever. But I don't know. I'm just when I'm focused, I'm like in my Is zone. There to work. Yeah, I'm just like not yeah. into that whole thing. With I don't need a workout partner. I'm good doing it on my own, you know. But not everyone's like that. Some yeah, people. Yeah, it's not for a lot of people. Like to go work out with a lot of people because it's it's just like uh, I don't know. It just makes them feel better yeah. about going to the gym as they have someone there to talk to and be social with, you know. So yeah, it's like, no. With me, it's like I've always been raised to like get it, your ass in the gym, get yeah. that shit done, and get the hell out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's it's crazy though because the gym makes you feel a fucking bomb. Like even after you did, yeah. you're like, damn, like I did so much shit. Like you accomplished so much more at the gym than you did the day before. Oh, yeah. And and, it, and it's awesome. But so the main thing on the on my podcast that I always want to incorporate is. I'm a big believer in like positivity and being a good person and shit. Yeah. You've always been like a positive person. You've never been like an asshole or anything. Yeah. You've always been I like. I try not to be. Yeah. Um, you've <laughs> a lot of been... people say I look like an asshole, but I, I mean, once you get to know me, I'm a yeah. pretty friendly. I think it's person. like the tattoos or something, right? I or think that's what it is. You're like all tatted up for the people that don't, aren't, they're obviously not <laughs> seeing this, but they're here in the podcast. Jonathan's tatted up. Are you both arms tatted up or no? Mm. I got one full sleeve on my right arm. The other one's like half sleeve, like quarter sleeve. I got little things on my forearms, but not too much. Yeah, so you're tired of... So you look like a mean guy. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, but... I get that a lot, though. Like Really? Yeah, like, actually, some person asked me how long I was in jail for, and I was like, I've what never even fuck? been in... Like, I've gotten arrested, like, not even once, like, yeah. ever. I would have lied and been like, yeah, I've been... I've been I've put I should have. I should have. Yeah, no, that shit's crazy. But there's... um. My main thing is pretty much, do you know much about the law of attraction or no? The what? The law of attraction. The law of attraction. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know what is it? You see something you like, of course you're attracted to it. No, like it's more like, um, do you know like shit about like manifestation and shit like that or no? No. So I'm not into uh, stuff like that really. So it's more like a, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's more like, I guess like philosophy and shit, you know, more like 
Um, if you think negative thoughts, negative shit's gonna happen. Oh if you yeah, think yeah, yeah. If positive you think, thoughts, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, positive shit's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I believe in that thing. Yeah, yeah like yeah. there's there's times where like um, like when you think of someone, like whether it's your homie or your you know someone in general. And then all of a sudden they hit you up. You're like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, like, it's like, know, yeah. yeah, it's like that fucking, that energy you sent over fucking, yeah, you know? I agree with you. Um, have you ever had any like crazy stories about that shit? Or you know, like when you're like, damn, well, it's pretty much people get call them like coincidences and yeah, shit, you know? Yeah, we get that a lot. Like actually uh, this past week at the barbershop, we were talking about a client and like how funny he is and stuff like that. And sure enough, he comes in like 20, 30 minutes later, loud as hell, just being well, the normal does, person yeah. he is. And it's just like. It's crazy to think about stuff like that too. Like I don't know, just yeah. the click that yeah, happens. Um, uh, and it's crazy because there's um there's this one series, not a series, actually a documentary on like Netflix. It's called The Secret, and it's pretty much like the secret, like all the successful people, like whether it's you know celebrities or whatever the fuck, but all the s- successful people follow that seek quote unquote secret, you know. Yeah. And it's pretty much you know positivity. Like that's the one thing that. We lack so much in day to day shit. You know, people there, there. There's a lot of people that are negative, and it and it looks and it. Sh- I don't know how to explain it. Like we we went to high school with a shitload of people. Yeah, you know, and our a lot gra- of them. Our high school graduating class was crazy. Yeah, there was a there was a, a few. Lot. Yeah, there's I forgot how many there was. I think I don't, there was like five hundred or six hundred people we had. Yeah, to, and it took forever. There was most of the people that I knew were the type like. Oh no, yeah, you know, I gotta settle down with the whoop and I have to, you know, yeah. get a man to support me and all this bullshit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like I just knew I didn't want that shit, right? Yeah. And then most of the people that I know, there's a few of them that, you know, are doing their thing and, you know, have their own businesses and things like that. But yeah, yeah. not everyone wanted to fucking they, they didn't see more than those baños, you know, like they just seem like, Oh, I gotta, you know, have my career here, gotta have my kids, everything here, yeah. you know? No one really thought outside the box and shit, you know? Which there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. you know? But um, I always seen things like, damn, you know what? I want more than I'll be. Like, of course, like, I'll be. I want, eventually, I'm going to build my house here and, you know, settle down here and shit. But for right now, I'm trying to build a fucking empire. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, so then I started the podcast, and which was an idea. I remember we talked about it before. Oh, yeah. And I remember that you were talking about yeah, it, too. Yeah, we had. Oh, dang. And I, you I barely come up with, like, the logo and yeah, stuff like that. You're yeah, telling yeah. me about that. I forgot to even mention that aside from everything else, you're a fisherman too. Yeah, I get it. I haven't been I... this year actually. I haven't been out this year. Yeah, I think I only went like once. But yeah. uh, when we had gone, we had gone fishing sometime last year, and like we were talking about how pretty much you know, the whole business thing with your barbershop yeah. and things like that, how everything came up, and then my idea for the podcast was barely even like starting. Like I was working with the logo guy, and it's crazy because we deal with like a lot of negativity shit. I'm I'm sure. You deal with a lot of little, I don't know. I like to call them like bumps in the road and shit, like shit that happens throughout the day where you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like whether it's you know personal fucking work. Well, not so much with work because I'm sure with work it's not that stressful because no, you have yeah. your own business. But you know, day to day shit. Someone drives like a dumbass and you're like, "Fuck, man! Come on, dude! Really? Are you breaking that fucking?" Yeah. So people let that. Not everyone, but people let that shit get to them, Affect and, their day, and yeah, they'll yeah. be like, "You know what? I'm gonna have a shitty fucking day today." You know. Not yet. And then it, it fucks with them. And then um, it, it, I don't know. I was just going to ask because there's a whole bunch of shit that happens to me throughout the day where I'm like, damn, like a hella dodge that fucking bullet. You yeah. know? Have you ever been in situations where you're like, damn, that shit was a close one? Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of times. Like uh, there was one time it was raining pretty bad. It was like this past year, I think we were getting rain a lot. 
and I left to work late and uh, there was an accident. So I was like, maybe I could have gotten caught in that accident or something. But yeah. sometimes you don't just think of little things like that. Like maybe you got pushed back, you left late on purpose or something happened for yeah. you not to be in that accident. You know, so it's just like, I don't know, just think of little things like yeah. that. Do you ever think of like all the shit that went wrong in your day or no? Do you just... No, I don't let it really get to me. Like I let it affect me for a little bit. Like people drive. I, I do with a lot of people that drive crazy. I'm on the road a lot, so yeah, like I get. Commute, how many hours a day? Or I'd how, probably a week? say a week. I don't know. Average what? What's it say? Let's put it down like this. Like so, two hours there and back, and seven days a week is a fourteen, fifteen hours a week on the road. Yeah, I think yeah, something like yeah. that. Fuck, that's a lot of time <laughs> on the road. My car's got like I just hit thirty thousand miles on it too. And you just got that car. I just barely got it like a couple months ago. Fuck, yeah. that's crazy. So it doesn't have even warranty on it no more, probably. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that commute life is crazy. I'm assuming. I mean, well, when I was out of high school, I went to junior college in like San Jose area and stuff like that. So that was like hour thirty, hour forty five. So like that little forty five minutes isn't really too bad. So everybody's like. Why do you drive in the commute? Like you had the job in Los Banos, like yeah. right down the street, and I'm like, I really don't mind that 45 minutes. It's cool. Yeah. A little time to myself in the car. And what? Why didn't you have just a shop here in town? I, I it's not that I didn't want to. Like I didn't have beef with Pete or anything. I mean, I was on good terms with them. I still am. Yeah. Like I still talk to him and stuff like that. And all those guys, I'm close with them and everything like that. I just didn't want to like. Uh, I just didn't want to, cause it's still kind of a small town, and I just yeah. didn't want to like take business and like, cause if it would feel weird that. I would because I had a lot of clients that came from that shop and I just didn't oh, want to take okay, them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It just it would have felt weird and I just didn't want to do that. So yeah, I knew I had a fresh, clean start in Hollister and I, yeah. I could make a name for myself out there. So I, I made the jump. That's a pretty big step because yeah. you literally had I was your nervous. Client. I was nervous as hell the first couple of months. Like, yeah, I even worked. Well, I, I worked a couple of weekends at Pete's. Like he would let me come back and make a couple of extra bucks on the yeah. weekend and stuff like that. So that's that's cool. insane. Would, like, I don't I don't think people really me. like know what you you literally had your clientele build up that you built yeah. over the years at peace barbershop and then on and top of that left. you let that go just to start brand new but not only brand new anywhere else but at your own shop yeah like i think that's like that sacrifice that you fucking took no yeah. one really does that shit because a lot of people get scared of that that fucking leap you know what i mean i was scared as fuck honestly like yeah. even pete told me that like when i called him on the phone and and talked to him about it he was like honestly i'm i'm hella proud of you like you're the only barber I've had here and who's gone off to open something of their own. You know, like yeah. a lot of people will go and work for other barbershops or like yeah. just stop cutting hair, period, you know. So when he talked to me on the phone, he was like, I'm I'm proud of the, what you did and the, what you're doing now. I mean, yeah. I'm losing a good barber. Yeah. For those that don't know about Peace Barbershop, Peace Barbershop in town is like the mecca of like barber. <laughs> it's the barbershop to go to in yeah. Los Baños. And I had the line out the door yeah, every day. Everybody would, I mean, I wouldn't, obviously I'm a, girl so i wouldn't get a cut or anything but everyone and their moms would go to yeah. peace barbershop so Everybody. um so that's pretty cool that you ventured off and started your own yeah. business and that's sh- i'm sh- i know that shit wasn't easy because i know we talked about it before yeah it was it was rough the first couple months how was it when you know you knew um that that shit was going to be a lot less in the beginning because you had to you know put in those yeah. that footwork again and you had to start start over pretty much again right yeah Build the clientele up from nothing. So How I was mean, I it? had a couple, like I had clients that tell that at work in the Bay Area. So it was like, I had a couple that stuck with me because it's just on the way home. You know yeah. what I mean? So I had a couple that stuck with me that way. But other than that, it was a fresh start. So it was yeah. like, 
people were walking in and be like, you need a haircut? They'd be like, nah, I'm waiting for this dude because I know he cuts yeah. hair. I'm like, come on, I cut just as good as he does. Yeah. Like, we both cut good hair. We wouldn't open up this barbershop together, yeah. you know what I mean? So it was slowly like but surely, like, I have people that uh, that were his client stuff like that that I cut now, too. Yeah. I mean, it's we, we both cut good hair, so. Did you ever get to the point in the beginning stages that you're like, fuck, man, what did I get myself into? Yeah, honestly, I did. Like, when I moved to the shop, that was like a big jump. Like, what did I do? Like, I had just gotten that new car. Like, yeah. I was living on my own. I still living on my own and stuff like that. So it was like a big deal. Like, what am I gonna do? You know? Yeah. It was like, so that's why I went back to Pete's, and he was thankful enough to like let me back and work on the weekends and stuff like that when I was a little short on money. So yeah. I knew it was gonna be rough, but I could get it done. You know, I just had to put the work in. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a big ass step. That no, that usually scares people off when it comes down to making shit yeah. happen because you literally have to be able to sacrifice and know you know what hey sometimes i'm going to be making less money here but it's just going to be it's in the beginning stages the and run, yeah. for the long run it's a lot better because now you you built that that name of your barbershop and then now you have you guys have been successful for, for how long already for a we're going year? on our second year now for damn that's crazy yeah that first year went by crazy quick like we were just talking about it too like it was like just a couple months ago, it felt like we were just chilling, not doing nothing because we didn't have that many clients. And now yeah. we're like packed on a Wednesday really? and stuff like that. So it feels good. So you guys are always pretty steady with Yeah, clients. for the, like the, even the walk-in days like now are getting pretty busy. Like in the beginning, like the first couple of days, we'd hang out and like not get a first haircut till like 2 o'clock, you know. And then like now we're getting busy all the time. So it's, it's getting good. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty exciting though. Yeah, like. I'm excited with this new location too. So it's like, it's kind of like, it's more downtown area too. So. Oh, okay, okay. More and you said it's bigger. It. Yeah, a little bit bigger, and it's an all-new building, all stuff like that, too, so we get brand new, all that stuff. So it's a good location, like, right downtown, prime right there. And there's restaurants yeah. everywhere, so it's cool. Like, Because before, there was really nothing around us. It was like a 7-Eleven down yeah. the street, and other than that, you had to drive everywhere else, so now it's in a better location. And it's in Hollister. Hollister. That's nice. Yeah. So you guys are officially at the new shop? We're Not gonna, yet. Gonna well, go just, to the new today shop? we just went to go look at the building and stuff like that. So you like nobody's even. I haven't even told my mom about this oh, yet. Like shit. I still got to tell my mom. Oh, about okay, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, tell your mom. Yeah, this for sure. I got to tell her. But or well, we just went to go check out the building today. So it's like yeah. I'm barely learning about this stuff too. So yeah. it just happened today. We were doing this too. So everybody's getting the chance to hear that's, this. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So uh, Monday we should get the lease signed and everything like that. And then uh, hopefully give the uh, old tenants our 30-day notice. And after that, it's just a matter of painting the walls again and and moving all our stuff in there. That's crazy. And do you guys have, like, merchandise right there or no? Yeah, we have shirts and stuff right now. We usually have, like, hats and stuff. But we have to put the order in ourselves. And sometimes it takes a while to get all that stuff processed and get it out and printed and screen printed and all that stuff. That's nice. Yeah. And I'm sure it flies off the shelves. Yeah, it does. people... We got people asking for like the first batch of stuff that like we have a I have a red hat that came out and I have only a couple of people have it and I don't even wear it that much either. So when I put it on, people are like, that's brand new hat. I'm like, nah, it's from the first batch we made. And they're like, I want that hat. I want that hat. And yeah. I'm like, we don't even make them no more, but we got to make an order for all the old stuff that people want, like the that's red hat and stuff. Pretty cool. I yeah. mean, just even that alone, because then they pretty much, it's like a walking advertisement. Cause yeah. People, and I think there's, there's something about those barbershop merchandise that like, sells because my friend has a shop too in um in cyprus shout out to hermano's barbershop yeah. they get down if you're ever in the la area you should go they're super chill super humble like they remind me a lot of you though because yeah. like they're they're very like like if there are homies you know which i i mean i know them but they're 
they're I think they're a couple years. Um, the main owner, his name is Edgar. He's a couple years younger than us, and he literally they didn't have much to even like uh like a desk. Like his dad literally made a desk out of some trunk of uh yeah some shit's crazy so they literally (laughs) made something out of nothing and then they came out with merchandise and their shirts flew off the fucking shelf man and it's crazy it's crazy how but it's and it's awesome because you know people that go to your shop they already support you right yeah but um aside from that they want to support you more because of the of the shirts and the merchandise you know yeah it feels good when you're out in the town and stuff and you see someone wearing your stuff it's like yeah it feels nice yeah that's awesome do you guys want to come out with like new stuff or just Eventually, much restock it, it kind of just like restock and come out with new things as like the summer, like the summer is going to come. So we're going to make some tank tops and stuff oh, like that. Okay. So it's just like the winter came. We had shirts and sweaters and stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. So it just kind of depends on how we feel, you know. That's exciting. It's not really like a set, like, well, we're going to have this stuff. You guys so are already like, busy as it is. Yeah. So it's like when we come around to that stuff, it's just like limited edition kind yeah. of stuff. We put like 50 of them together and then that's it, you know. And then they sell them. Yeah. That's awesome. So on your with your business and every just in life in general, like who is it that you look up to? Honestly, I look up to Pete a lot. I mean, he, I learned a lot from that dude. So I look up to him a lot. I look up to uh, Cake and His Randy out of uh, San Francisco on YouTube. I learned a lot from him. Uh, I look up to my mom a lot. Yeah. She's like my number one role model. So I just take a lot from everybody and just kind of put it together. Yeah, shout out to your mom. What's yeah. her What's her name? Sonia Garcia. Sonia. Yeah. Shout out to Sonia. Yeah. What's one thing that your mom did that made you like remember that she'd be like, "All right, my mom could do it. I could do that shit too." Uh, she's been working for human resources since she was like, I don't even remember how old, but she got that job and she didn't even have a high school education. And she's like the manager of that shit. She runs that bitch now. So yeah, yeah. She, I, I seen all the work she put in, and it kind of installed that work ethic into me. So I guess you could say that's where I get it from. My mom. That's tight. Are you? How many siblings do you have? I have a lot. We got like okay. So it's from different mom and different dad, but from blood, it's me, my older brother, and my youngest sister. Shout out to the three of us. Yeah, Amanda. Hey. My older brother Peter. Yeah. Oh, is does Peter live here too? Peter lives in Concord, oh, and then okay. I got a brother, uh, Ugu, who lives in Marina, and then a younger or older sister who lives in, uh, or actually she just moved to Vegas. Oh, so okay. there's a total of five of us. So you're your mom's oldest, or no? You middle, have middle. Okay, yeah, okay. my brother Peter is my mom's oldest. Oh, nice. And then my sister is her youngest. Well, that's pretty. So awesome. I'm the middle child of them three. That's crazy. Yeah. How does um? Do you ever talk to like your sister Amanda about like? Um, pretty much, you know how like your mom inspired you and like in your own ways, right? Like you have your, and I'm I'm pretty sure your mom inspired yeah. her too. But um, do you ever talk to her about like trying to teach her like, hey, you know what? Because you're a few, what a year, a couple years older than her? Yeah, three years. She was born in yeah ninety two, so she was ninety five. Three years older than her. Do you ever try and give her like tips? Hey, you know what? Like I was gonna be like, this. I tried to like lead by example. My sister's like my sister's just like my mom. Like you can't really. And it's not like you can't really communicate with her. She's she's gonna do what she wants to do. You know, yeah. she's she's her own person. She's got like her own little. My sister's crazy. She's got her own little edge to her. So yeah. I don't really try to tell her too much by ear. I just try to lead by example and show her what to do and show her what's right. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, yeah you you have a pretty good head on your shoulders though. Yeah. But I think like to me, I always learn off of um, seeing people and what like actions speak louder than words. You know, yeah, to me because sure. it's like I like to see people actually um doing whatever the like you know you have your own business you're 
a great dad. You yeah. have your shit. You have a good head on your shoulders, and you know you're doing your own thing all on your own. You know. Yeah. Thank so you. So it's 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 pretty it's inspiring too because it's like nowadays people just like to focus on on other stuff and like uh, putting people down and like clowning out people and it's like we don't really focus on people that are actually yeah. doing shit like the good shit. You know what I mean? So that's pretty awesome. And like I look up to a lot of people, you know. And one thing I always told myself, all right, Maria. Um, the, well, whoever you do look up to, look at who they look up to, because that'll tell you everything you didn't know. Yeah. So, who do you think your mom looks up to? I think my mom look up to honestly her dad a lot, and that's where all her like pride and joy comes from and stuff like that. So I've I known her for a little bit too. So I I think that's where she gets it from. Really? Yeah. And that's what she pretty looks much... up to him the most. And yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's tight. How do you see your mom now as um, as a grandma? She loves it. She loves everything yeah, about it, She huh? loves it. She's the best grandma. She'd do anything for him. She lets him do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. So if, uh, what would you, like, for your son, you know, like, what do you think he wants to be when he grows up? Has he told you? No, he hasn't. I mean, he's barely two, so he don't really tell me that stuff like that. He talks here and there and stuff, but I'm just... Put his foot into a little bit of everything and see what he likes to do the most. So yeah, you'll let support him do he, yeah. anything he wants anything to do. Anything he wants to do. So I'm going to just just put as much tools in front of him as he wants and hopefully he'll pick the right one. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see where, where he's going to go. I am too. I want to see where he's going to be in like 10 years from now. See what it's going to be like. What if he's like, hey, dad, I'm a Celtics fan? Oh, man. That'd be like, oh, you know, heartbreaking. Yeah, it would be heartbreaking, but I still love him. Still oh, love that's him. so cute. My uh, my mom used to, she's like a big America fan, like for those that watch soccer. I don't yeah. even watch soccer, but. I don't watch to, it too much either. She used to um, dress us, uh, like me and my brothers, up in like uh, America <laughs> shit. And none of, like we grew up hating um, like the team America. And yeah. it was like all bad. And my dad's a Chivas fan, so. Uh, but it's funny because they used to dress us up in that shit and we ended up hating those teams, like, uh. Um, my dad was a Laker fan. I grew up hating him. Really? Yeah. How'd you even become a Warriors fan? Honestly, it was just because they were close, and that was the first game I ever went to. And it was just like, honestly, at, at first, I didn't really pay attention to the NBA too much. I like college sports a lot more. Yeah. So it was like when I went to that first Warriors game and I felt the experience, it was just like, oh, I'm not going nowhere else. Yeah. This, this is where it's at. College games are fun, though. Like, yeah. they're more, um, I like watching them because they're more. They're fast paced. Like, yeah. And you can see, like, the, I mean, I mean, it's a lot more effort going yeah, on. Yeah, it's just like a that lot more passion. Work like it. they just want to put in that. They want to um, build that name for themselves. And yeah, shit, you know. But um, what what was the first uh, Warriors game that you went to? First Warriors game. It was uh, I don't even remember who they played. It was a while back though. I can't remember who they played off the top of my head. Yeah, the um, the Warriors have been like our. I mean, I don't know. Just they sucked back in the day. Now, yeah, we're, now it's but, like. But you know what. <laughs> I, I love to see the fans that fuck with them from the beginning. Yeah. Like, I love, like, to me, like, if I don't do it no more, but, like, back in the day, like, back, like, when we were fresh out of high school, like, Twitter was, like, popping, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. I used to talk mad shit. I used to trash talk <laughs> so much shit because I knew how many people were bandwagon, you know? And I could pretty much scope them out to see who was bandwagon. But now I'm like, all right, I don't give a fuck. I don't yeah. need to have conversations with these people. But it's all over the place. Now. That's like, crazy. yeah, now it's just everywhere. It's like, dude. What the like? There was I remember uh, the other day there was a guy wearing like an OG Warriors jersey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some young kid, he had like a Warriors hat, and he's like, that's "Hey, bro, Warriors, are those yeah. like that's like fake, you know?" <laughs> and I wanted to be like, "Bitch, really?" No, like, it's not but, fake. That's original. Yeah, but 
so it's crazy because people don't really yeah i don't know basketball has came a long way even from when we graduated high school because now it's just there's so many new players who's your favorite player right now right now i, I don't have a really favorite player i just like to watch the game i just like watching the game the a lot. whole from yeah. the beginning to the beginning i'll watch it from like i'll even watch high school games like on tv that oh, are being yeah, yeah. i just like sitting back and watching a good basketball game so i don't really have a favorite player like Everybody's like, oh, Steph Curry, this and that. And like, yeah. no, I don't really have a favorite player. Really? Yeah, honestly, um, I really don't. If, okay, if you weren't a Warriors fan. If I weren't a Warriors fan, my favorite player, I'd probably have to say, oh, I don't know. It's a tough one. Either Damian Lillard or Russell Westbrook. Oh, okay. It's Westbrook's my, yeah. tight. I like him. He just got that edge to him. Yeah. I like, Um, I've always liked coaches. Like, I've always been the type to like, I'll like, I'll talk about a player and then I'll just want to learn everything about them. Like from high school days, I'll like, yeah. like I'll research their shit. And like, I just go super crazy. Cause I want to know so much about them to be like, all right, where the fuck did they come from? Like yeah. Ray Allen was like my shit. You know what I mean? I'm still not over him leaving. <laughs> Honestly, that shit broke my heart. I don't want to talk about it, but that shit broke my heart. I but, bet it did. Uh, it barely took me like, I'm not. I'm not even exaggerating. I barely got over this shit last year or something. I think last year, two years ago, I got over it barely because it was just like, there's two different types of fans. There's people that are like, like now I'm just like a older fan. I'm just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll watch the games, of course, support them, but I'm not like emotionally invested. And in I'm like, because it's a business. You know what I mean? At the end yeah. of the day, it's a business. Now I know Those players like, aren't gonna stay there all the time. Yeah, and so. so it's just like you know, just whatever. But I started. I like learning more of like you know. Like, of course, like, Phil Jackson, like, I read all his fucking books. Like, he's, have you, are you, like, a book reader or no? Actually, I just barely started reading, like, a lot more, like, as I was in college, I was reading all the time because I was forced to because of the classes and stuff. But, like, now I sit back and I'm like, I gotta start reading more. So I actually picked up, uh, what was it, Gucci Gucci Man's biography. Oh, nice. I read that one. How was it? That was pretty good. Really? It's pretty interesting. It's I've been pretty wanting hood, to pick that one up, interesting. but I haven't, um, that cover is just hard. So I was yeah. like, oh, I want to pick it up. Yeah. I went to Barnes and Noble, but they didn't have it. So. I ordered it on Amazon. I got it. If you want to read it, you could take yeah. it. Let it. I'm down because I wanna. I I wanted to read it because I feel like he has a good ass story. It's a good story, honestly. But, it's good, and then and then it's cool too because you actually like if you listen to his music, you could put stuff together. Like he actually talks about stuff when he was younger, and puts it in his music. So you actually see the connection between the book and yeah. his real life music. So it's cool. Yeah. What uh? What kind of music do you like to listen to? I listen to rap reggae mexican music nice. and that's pretty much about it what uh rap artist do you like currency hey. uh, he's probably my number one favorite wale i like wale young Dolph. i like a lot of stuff a lot of stuff yeah a lot I of just older listening stuff too. to currency he was uh with cash money when little wayne put him on yeah and where the where's the cash at that's yeah. when i first heard about him oh that's tight and then after that it was just like the 30,000 feet in the air, whatever, that mixtape. And then after that, I just kept listening to the mixtape and mixtape and mixtape. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he would come. I noticed that with, with Curtains, he's like, all my friends that I met that listened to, that somehow listened to him are all like my real ass friends. Yeah. Like, because only real ass people fuck with his music. And then, I mean, like, I'm not talking shit about any other rapper, but like, there's something about Currency that's just like. I like it because well, in the beginning he was like trying to put it on like he was fake and stuff like yeah. with Little Wayne and stuff like that. But then like he kind of realized it. He even said it himself in an interview I seen. He kind of like he was portraying himself as someone he wasn't really the person he really wasn't. And he kind of sat back and realized it and 
became more true to himself and that's when he kind of blew up more you know yeah yeah i had um i i had seen one of his interviews where he was just like like him and wiz he was talking about him and wiz and yeah. how wiz always wanted to be like a fucking rock star you know and <laughs> how spitter just wanted to make music to tour and you know just you know for his cars and shit to yeah. ride with and and he just and he said in the beginning it was it was hard because everything else inspires you and like of course with wayne and shit they wanted to put him on like a like a mainstream artist and he never wanted to become a mainstream artist he yeah. just wanted to make music to tour to ride around in a fucking low rider and that's it and then that people like yeah so and he then, was doing it like a lot too so that's why i liked his music because he was coming out with a lot of good stuff and it was like frequent like every yeah. month was something new every yeah he comes months. out with so many projects yeah. like have you seen him live before or no never seen him live. oh no. my god those are <laughs> fucking awesome i've been to a few of his shows and each show gets better yeah there's um i seen wiz live one time but not, never never really crazy. yeah there's something about currency's show that it doesn't i've been to a few other ones like i've gone to go see burner yeah and a few other ones and reggae shows of course but nothing compares i feel like to, it'd be like a lot more chill like, yeah like it, when you go to a currency show you know like damn everybody really fucks with the music so like so you're more open to meet new people too because yeah. you're like damn well what's up you know like how are you doing and <laughs> like i like this recent show he did it was like a few years ago that i went to but i met him and i'm like what the fuck man like like this was he's actually really short yeah like, that's I'm five, seven. this was like five six or like five five i'm like no fucking way man like yeah. like so on stage he looked he looked a lot taller but i was like all right well whatever but it, i felt like some somewhat of a connection because i was wearing my my threes my true blues and he was wearing his true blues and i'm like oh my god he like, spotted what? Out too, yeah, yeah and the crazy shit was like um right where i met him was a catalyst in santa cruz i don't have you been there before never so it's a pretty small venue i so gotta get out more if yeah. everybody asks me like you've been here you do this stuff like yeah, nah, i never really done to, that like <laughs> you know you need to get out more john so like the it's hard my schedule so like you're a busy guy load. yeah i'm busy yeah i mean even to get you here it was uh, <laughs> pretty we had to reschedule like a million like three times. times three or four times I and think. i was like fuck man i feel I, honestly i felt like damn like this is not gonna happen yeah because we weren't even supposed to schedule for this today we were yeah. supposed to like earlier and i'm like okay man how are we gonna even because your schedule's crazy and then my schedule's crazy so i'm like yeah. Fuck, man, how are we going to... And then on top of that, make sure Patrick's schedule isn't crazy, which his yeah. is always crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Patrick. Yeah, it was like three people coming together to make this know, happen, so was, but, I'm, I'm glad um, it worked. Yeah, no, everything happens for you, so I'm glad everyone is here and stuff, but uh, fuck, I lost my train. Oh, we're talking about currency. Yeah. So with currency's meal, this fool's work ethic is insane. This fool puts out, like, you know, you said you... Yeah. He puts out so many fucking mixtapes. He just came out with something new, too, I know. Yeah. That sh- um, I like I that. forgot the name of the song that I was bumping like crazy the other day. But he's, his work ethic was what inspired me, too, because I'm like, fuck, man, this fool... Like, he could not ever rap again, and he's good. You and know what I mean? still make a decent yeah. amount of money, but he's not comfortable with Yeah, it. and he's like, fuck that. You know, he just still puts out projects because yeah. he... Lo- at the end of the day, I always look at what shit boils down to, and, like, he loves what he's doing and he d- does more of it. You know, it doesn't feel like he's going to work because yeah. he's doing what he loves, you know? And that's at the end of the day, what I want is to be like, I mean, Dude. I still have my nine to five and shit, you know, but um, I'm just ha- keeping that until like I have my shit um, like set off and like, you know, stable, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it's hard for, for me just to be like, all right, guys, I'm fucking putting in my two-week notice. Yeah, I'm out. out, bitches. I'm yeah. Crying. I mean, I will eventually, <laughs> but like not right now, you know, because I want to be able to to be confident enough to be stable and, and grow with this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I'm glad you came out on the podcast. Is Thanks this your for first? having me. 
Is this your first podcast that you came out on? First ever podcast, yeah. Really? Never been on one. No. Do you listen to any podcasts? Never. The first one I actually listened to was like the beginning of your first one. Yeah. So I've never really even like tried to listen to podcasts. So I, I knew you put the link up on Twitter, so I yeah. picked it and I listened to the first one. So yeah, that's the first ever podcast. Really, that's awesome. Um, podcasts are pretty much just like like radio station, not like kind of like but, almost talk radio. Kind yeah, of. but just no commercials yeah. and shit, you know. Um, but. I wanted to start it because I wanted to be like, I mean, we've like we've hung out before and we yeah. have like those like conversations that I'm like, fuck, dude, this shit would have been perfect if it was like a video, like YouTube video or some shit. Yeah, or, yeah. Like so, like kind of to save the memory, if that makes sense. So like, capture it off. Yeah, because because it, it's hard to like you know I know you see your friends all the time or you have conversations with people and you're just like, fuck, man, like it was really good seeing you, but like I'm not gonna see you again for a while. So it's like, yeah. damn, you know, I like to be able to like look back on shit and be like damn, you know what, like, our conversation was awesome, we talked about this shit, and now, how much we've grown from that conversation, if that makes sense, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but Like, what's new, like, a couple months, like, we'll play this back in, like, a couple years, and then we'll be, like, yeah. crazy what happened, like. I wonder, where, where do you think you're gonna be? I don't know. Like, five years from now, where do you think you're gonna be? Honestly, I don't know. I hopefully just still be working at the shop and stuff, having, honestly, I want to have a house in five years, so, honestly, I see myself having a house. Mm-hmm. A little dog and stuff like that for my little boy. Oh, what kind of dog do you want? Uh, I had a blue nose pit, but I've always wanted a little Frenchie. Really? I always see currency have them, and they yeah. always look hella cool. Just uh, little Patrick chill dogs. Patrick actually has a. Frenchie. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, do you like it? Yeah, she's a little. She's a little. She's shit. a character. That's what a lot That's of people a... say. Is they yeah. got like a lot of energy and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's usually she actually usually makes an appearance sometimes but for some reason today i think because like she's probably asleep or something yeah. but she's pretty cool yeah i love dogs I love yeah dogs. so you want to um so five years from now you want to have your house you want to have a dog yeah hopefully her. a bigger shop and yeah more established maybe hire someone else in there you know yeah just get it bigger what's your um i mean it's kind of hard to ask like what your main goal is because you're living what the fuck you want to do yeah right? So that's pretty know. crazy because, like, my my idea for, like, my guest was to ask him, like, all right, what is it that you could do if you could, if no one could tell you what the fuck to do, pretty much. Yeah, well, that's the way I wanted it to be. So it's, yeah. like, that's what I have now. So that's it's, fucking like awesome, yeah. dude. That shit's pretty inspiring because I don't think people hear this shit enough. And I know I already said that before, but it's, like, people need to know more about this shit. Like, mm-hmm. how, you know, you literally were stable and everything with the, with at Peace Barbershop. And then you're, like, you know what, fucking, I'm going to take the plunge and start over yeah. again and then and it's not easy to build clientele no it's especially not. with um like just even barbershop especially being like you gotta drink like gain that person's trust it's not just like you're gonna go and they're gonna be comfortable with you selling them something that yeah. you know what i mean and, you gotta show them that you're a yeah, good barber and yeah, stuff. yeah and it's a brand new area you're not even from there so it's yeah. like you had to build exactly. literally from from zero they're like who's this dude you got yeah. this dude working from he's working from Las Brown he should have stayed over there oh like, nah, that's crazy it's and now cool it's, now I like it yeah. yeah that's pretty awesome I'm pretty excited to like know or to like look back on this yeah. this episode what episode is this one I don't even know to be honest with you but we're gonna look back on it and be like fuck dude John's doing everything well you're already doing everything you yeah. wanted to do so it's like it's kind of crazy I wanna know? see what, what how much bigger it can get and what more I could do and what more I can accomplish cause I mean, honestly, I wanted to do like a, uh, there's like barber competition, I'm sure you know, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, and I've never competed. I'm just like, I'm a shy person. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm, yeah. I'm a shy person. And I, I just don't feel comfortable getting up on stage and stuff like that. But everybody always, always told me like, you probably do good at that. Like, you know what I mean? 
I just don't feel like I would do good under pressure, but that's something I really want to do and get it done. So that's done. maybe in the next couple of years, I'll, I'll actually step into competition and, and try it out. Do it. Yeah. You could holla do it. Yeah. Wait, where do they usually have those at? They're all over the place. Like the last one was in like LA or San Jose. They got them all over the place. Really? Yeah. And they come, it's pretty much all the barbers meet up. I've heard about yeah, them before. Yeah, it's just like local barbers and yeah. people from out of, some people come from out of state and just come together and just kind of link up with each other. And yeah sell products what, and stuff like that what's the craziest haircut you've ever has anyone ever asked for a mullet yeah honestly yeah no some person way. has yeah i've done like two mullets honestly well it was one mullet on the same person he came back twice and i did i retouched it up again for him and what, i thought have, he was joking at first yeah. like well because i he came in and sat in the chair and i could tell like he had a mullet you know but i thought he just had like a messed up experience with his last barber oh, you know so funny. I asked him like how he wanted to cut it and he was like, just how it is, just a little shorter. And I was like, like a mullet? And he's like, yeah, just cut the side super, super short and just don't touch the back at all. And I was like, uh-huh. all right, cool. You know what I mean? He was yeah. a cool dude. He came and back then, twice. did you ever like, when he, well, when he asked her, you're like, oh, he's just kidding, right? Like, he's yeah. not really serious and shit. Did you ever have anyone ask you to like, you know how like the cholos do the, uh, what is it called? The pull, the little, the little Mongolian thing? Yeah. yeah I've done that. No yeah. way. Yeah. is it like scary or not you, you could tell they're cholos right or no yeah you could tell who people were, you know what i mean you could definitely tell so you top. just leave what like a patch or something or yeah you... well, i mean this one was kind of easy because he already had it so i kind of just had to clean up around it so yeah. it wasn't like i was gonna mess up or anything or yeah. like take too much off it you know have you ever started one like like people that haven't had one and want to start it or... no i haven't <laughs> thankfully because that... i don't want to be the one to like come back and be like you know it's kind of cricket yeah. you know what i mean like, that's crazy yeah uh, yeah it's kind of hard to get, like, a perfect circle on someone's back of the head like that, you know? Do you ever get those, re- uh, I was going to, fuck, I was going to say residents, because we're talking about my work. Um, have you ever, do you ever get those um, clients. clients that, you know how, like, those, like, like, rasa ones are, like, when they put, like, a bowl right here on their fucking top of their head? They have, like, no blend to it? Yeah, like, do you ever get those or no? No, no, not yet. Honestly, I have. You're like, hopefully, I never do. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. It's just like, I, it feels weird, like that getting, like, it's not a full haircut to me. You know, it's not yeah, a haircut yeah, to me. Yeah. You know? And then for that person to get out of my chair and then go walk around and then have them ask them, like, oh, would you get the haircut? Like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to go over there, you know, because they left a big old line in this one's head because yeah. that's how you wanted it. Yeah. You know, so I, thankfully, I haven't had nobody come and ask me for that. That's crazy. <laughs> do you ever get, like, um, clients that have, that are like, oh, this other guy fucked my hair up. Can you fix it? Yeah. No yeah. way. A lot of, honestly, it happened at the barbershop. I used to actually right here at Pete's barbershop one time. I'm not going to say the barber's name, right. but yeah. So, And he was a client of mine, and he usually gets his haircut with me. But at the time, we were super busy, and he had yeah. somewhere to go. And it was just like, I was just doing walk-ins at the time. And uh, so he jumped in the other dude's chair and whatever and get it, got his haircut. And he literally got up out of the other dude's chair and like came to my chair and was like, Yo, you got to fix this but. for me. And I was like damn like i just felt bad you know but yeah what am i gonna do is just fix it for him so that's crazy I had it, it kind of puts you on the spot yeah because i mean you kind of don't have no like you're damned if you do you're damned if you yeah know. it's not like i'm not gonna tell him no i'm not gonna fix your haircut you know and then it's like you gotta kind of fix it you know so it's, yeah that's crazy put you in a sticky position yeah <laughs> fuck that's crazy so um so you eventually want to grow with your business and you're gonna be able to you're gonna move into a bigger shop you said yeah right? hopefully we'll see see how long we last this lease for the last one was a year but i think we'll stay longer than a year at this spot yeah it's a good place for us nice. i see us being there for like at least three four years so that's pretty interesting. we'll see i'm excited to know i mean we'll definitely keep in touch but yeah where's someone they could follow where's somewhere people could follow you uh instagram uh let me look it up again what is it i don't know it off the top of my head i'm horrible with this stuff it's uh 
The Instagram is John the Barber ninety two, and my Twitter is Jay the Barber twenty eight. All lowercase. John the Barber with no H, people. Yeah, no H. Yeah. J O N, no H. J O N, <laughs> no H. Um, John the Barber. That's awesome. Do you ever post your cuts on there or no? Yeah, I got a lot of cuts on there. It's a lot of stuff like my family stuff, pictures of me in the gym or videos of me in the gym. Yeah. There. Pictures of my my son. It's a lot of stuff. Just updates like yeah. normal. People are like, you should make one just for your haircuts and stuff. It's like, no, I'm just going to keep it just with yeah. just the so stuff people that could, I like. Yeah. yeah. See That's what goes exciting. on in my life. Do you post like all the time or no? Not all the time. I try to, but it's, it's just too I crazy. I see you go on live sometimes, right? Yeah, That's I try to go on live sick. a lot more now. That's it's awesome. cool. People alive look at see what we're actually doing and stuff. So I I I seen one of your lives when you were like cutting hair and it was, it was funny because I think your son came out on it one time or you were yeah, cutting yeah. your hair your son's hair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's tight. You should definitely go on live more often. It's just yeah. tight. And then just leave it up there because there's times where people go live and then like they you know how you could like leave it up and see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick when you leave it up because people could just fucking check up on it. And, yeah, like, yeah. Some people like I know my brother is very big on like his barber. Like he wants to see what the like his yeah, work yeah, and yeah. shit. You know. I actually was thinking about doing like my YouTube channel, but it's yeah. just like I I don't know like the technical side of that. Yeah. Like I'm not computer tech like yeah. that. Like I wouldn't know how to edit the videos and stuff. So yeah. it's like. It's hella simple. Yeah. Everybody yeah. says it. It was just like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to, like, at the beginning of the year, I told myself I was going to start doing it. But then again, it's like, I'm a shy person. And yeah. Like, when I come out on video, it's like, I don't like the way I look. Yeah. Or I'm going to probably listen to this and be like, I don't like the way I sound yeah, on this shit. Yeah. I think we're like our, ourselves biggest critics and shit, yeah. you know? But, like, but you, eventually I'll probably do it. I'll probably yeah. grow enough balls to Yeah, make you could YouTube do it. Because, I mean, most of the, I mean, your clients are going to be the one mainly coming yeah. out. But, um, just get yourself a little tripod and fucking set yeah, it up exactly. on your, and then just you know that's pretty much you could do it even with your phone. Like there's a, um, there's a chick that started everything with her phone. Like and now she's like a big YouTube person and she still does everything on her phone. On her phone, yeah, yeah. And she makes like quite a few racks a month just on just off YouTube, just off YouTube. Yeah. So like you could do it. You know what I mean? It's just like you have to be able to know it. You yeah. know what, John? You could do that shit. I know. I know. I got the effort and like the the willpower to try to do it. It's just putting the time aside yeah. like i'll probably have to stop going to the gym for a little bit so i can edit those videos yeah at night or and yeah that's pretty tr- i mean or yeah you could just have you'll make time yeah. for that shit you know you'll um it'll be good because then i know people will tune into it because yeah definitely. everything is like now on youtube and um people will just like look into yeah. i know I, I always i mean even though i have no business looking at barber videos but there is people this like one, some people yeah like there's this at, yeah. um there's just like beauty uh youtube girl that i that i watch and her husband has his own barbershop. Uh-huh. And uh, they're, like, from Stockton. And they, like, they're pretty successful in that shit. And he started his own YouTube. And it's, like, time-lapse. So it's sick because... Yeah, that's and then And then he'll show mine. people how to, like, the step whatever. By steps, I don't yeah. know how nothing about cutting hair. But um, he talks about the numbers. And I don't know shit yeah, about exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. That's know? how I wanted to do my but, page, kind of. But it's more, like... Um, inform- informative and shit like that, you know? Instructional videos. Yeah. And, he, and he's hella shy, too. So, like, he only... Has it facing his like clients, so yeah, he's just, just showing like, the you know, yeah. him in person, yeah, yeah, that's but, probably what I end up doing too. Yeah, but you can do it though. It. Thank you so much for coming out on the podcast. Did Thank you have you. fun? Yeah, I did. It really? was cool. All right, you're gonna come out on it again <laughs> soon. I'll be glad um, to be back. I'll come back. Really? You just gotta work out a time and date. Yeah, we have figure to figure out. out. Our schedules are crazy, but <laughs> we'll make time. But we'll have um, we'll have more updates on that though, because I'm for excited sure. to know. I'm sure by that time you'll have your new shop already and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, it'll be kicking up soon probably, so, hopefully by the end of the next month. Or the so where's the, the location of your shop right now so people could... The location right now is on 910 Monterey Street, Suite 222. So it's the old, old, Hazel, Hos- old Hazel Hawkins Hospital nice. in Hollister, yeah. 
Hollis Street, California. Yeah. I have a few friends from Gilroy's, so if you guys are ever in that Hollis Street area, yeah, come by. Feel free to tell them New sent you, and yeah. um, hook you. I mean, he'll get down regardless. Yeah, John or Marcus will hook you up. Come to yeah, we'll hit hook up it John up. or Marcus, um, and they'll hook you up there. They'll take good care of you. Yeah, right you're there. in good hands right here. Yeah. This is not haircut five or super cuts kind of haircut. You <laughs> this gotta, is a great. We have day. a lot of clients that come and like don't trust the process. You got to trust the process. Yeah. There'd be a lot of lines, but it's gonna come out nice. <laughs> trust the process, people. So on that note, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned for the next one.